0: who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. When you have the opportunity to come across someone who knows more than you do and who's willing to share their knowledge with you, take my advice and just remember to do these two very simple things. Shut up and listen. Otherwise, you will most likely miss out on some pretty amazing piece of truth and valuable information, which, in all honesty, could very well and definitely change your life. This next conversation was no different. Benoît Charifou is a highly sought-after international speaker with well over 500 conferences and counting given to various companies of all sizes spread across North America, Africa, and Europe. He serves as Deputy Director of International Affairs at the School of Management of the University of Quebec in Montreal, as a seasoned lecturer... His expertise covers a vast array of noteworthy topics ranging from entrepreneurship to business development and cross-cultural management, as well as his admittedly personal favorite, soft skills. He holds an Executive Master in Business degree from the Université Paris-Dauphine, as well as an MBA and BAA from the University of Quebec in Montreal. Benoit is also the co-author of the recently published Saisir sa Chance, a book that skillfully displays the similarities and tactics that can be taken from the world of sports and be successfully applied in the arenas of entrepreneurship and business. On this episode, Benoit's infectious passion and genuine willingness to share his expertise forces me to take notes as we dive into the topic of soft skills, emotional intelligence, self-actualization, mindset shift, and so much more. I learned a lot on this one, and hopefully so will you. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 126 with Benoit Sharifu. Here we go. First and foremost, I have to say, Benoit, it is a treat and an honor to welcome you on the Awaken the Awesome podcast. And not just because we've been, I've been, you've been very patient and very courteous in trying to make this podcast happen because I know you're very, very busy guys. So the simple fact that you kept me on your radar, uh, I feel honored uh, to have you on. But also, sheepishly, it's also always a thrill for me to learn uh, from people who have more more knowledge and more academic background than I do. So it's always fun to sit down in uh, the student's chair and have uh, someone so knowledgeable uh, grace me with their presence. So with all, with all humility, welcome to the Awaken the Awesome Podcast, Bruno. Really, thank you for being here.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. I- I'm sure I'm going to learn uh, as much as you're going to learn.
0: But it is a treat uh, because we're definitely going to get into uh, basically the the meat of uh, your expertise, which is uh, soft skills, uh, which is something that I really encourage uh, anyone and everyone, guys, please look up Benoit everywhere and anywhere. You can just type soft skills and Benoit. there's no two Benoit Charlie like you know just basically just pushing that everywhere on all the platforms in 2020 because as he puts it, it is one of the most important skills that you need to develop both as a manager but also as a human being. And we're definitely gonna touch that. But one thing I wanted to start off with was basically a personal story. And this is how this exchange actually happened. Um, so I'm just going to really uh, just brush through it so you guys can understand how this uh, this recording basically happened. Uh, in a past life, I used to be um, a manager in a former company. And one of the employees, uh, when I left, basically because I transitioned, you know, as life does happen. And one of the employees just called me up out of nowhere. And he was like, you know, uh, Ali, we really miss you. Was like, what do you mean? Nothing. It's just like when you were the boss, we just felt different. You know, we knew it was a big company because it was. Um, but when you were our manager, you really consider, we really felt listened. You really supported us. You understood. We could talk to you about school. We could talk to you about kids. We could talk to you about anything. And you not just motivated us, but that really, even if you were in a bad spot and everything, just shift and salaries and payrolls, but we always felt listened to. And the dude just called me out of nowhere just to say, thank you. And through all the talks, that Benoit has been giving, and I did not know the term soft skills before then. So I'm asking you just a dumb question, Benoit, just to start it off. Is that soft skills or am I totally off? Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually soft skills, but you know what? I hate the name soft skills. I, I call it soft skills because people understand it, but mm-hmm. the true reality is the essential skills, is the human skills, is the okay. skills necessary uh, in today's age, actually.
0: It's the necessary skills. Okay. And is that something that, again, through listening to all your talks, is something that I realize that over time, we've always valued the academics, the expertise, the, the technical background, obviously. But for some reason, is that over time, I'm thinking that we're seeing a shift in terms of how we approach others and where empathy and, you know, just warmth, and the availability for the other is taking a lot more importance these days. Is that, is that just me making it up or is that something you're noticing?
1: Well, actually, I, I, I just think that it's it, it always been important. But, but the problems today is that um, because of technology, a lot of things is going to be automated. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. things are going to be uh, replaced by AI or Internet of Things or whatever. Uh, and mm-hmm. the reason why human skills or soft skills are becoming popular and there is a big trend is, is the fact that people, to in order to get hired, need badly these skills today, Um Because, you know, it's the way that they create their brand. It's the way they, 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 they're moving in the hierarchy of the company and so on and so on. And people understand it. The, the question you need to ask is why it took so long before, you know, and we were able to, 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 to well, how can I say that, uh, to popularize uh, these skills, like why it took so long. The, the reason is very simple and you introduce it very well. Um, you know, all of the hard skills, the, the technical skills, the academia skills are skills that are extremely easy to measure. You know, it's measurable skills where soft skills are, are, are very hard to measure because it's on the long run, you know. If you mm-hmm. practice listening, like deep, active listening, it's going to take, take you a while before improving and engaging into this deep listening. It's not going to come from, like, from a day of training where if you want to train, I don't know, on Excel sheet or whatever, you do a training for a day and you get really better. These are hard mm-hmm. skills. You improve very quickly where soft skills, you know, it's, it's really a process that you really, really need to, 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 to actually enjoy because it's going to take times.
0: Wow. And it's basically because, um, again, your story is so particular. And I love that one because we're going to go back to the beginning in just a little bit because uh, a couple of interviews where you shared this particular story where you basically were, you know, just following your dream of uh, soccer, and basically just traveling the world. And what happens is because this is really important right now, because when you're for people listening, because uh, the audience uh, that also also always tunes into this, uh, this podcast always always about trying to grow and trying to build on you know, our passions and what what basically fuels us and you've never hide the fact that you know, you're very big on soccer. And basically, when you ended up realizing that okay, I'm good on the amateur level, but maybe you weren't up to par. What does that say about acceptance and basically knowing how to be true to yourself? How, did, what, yeah. did, what did that teach you?
1: It's the concept of self-deception, right? I think it's come with a lot of maturity, a lot of discussion with people that truly is going to share with you their view on yourself um, and so on and so on. And at a certain time, I think it comes with... A with some sort of success, more you're gonna be success in your life, whatever you call success, because success could be defined in many ways, but mm-hmm. um, the more you, you, you enjoy the process of learning about yourself, the more you understand the value of uh, being vulnerable, like uh, being um, accepting the fact that sometimes uh, you're extremely passionate about something but your lack of skills or talent, and it's okay. As long as you learn something, uh, and you know what? Uh, the key is actually accepting the feedbacks, the feedback that people give you, uh, that lives give you. But the problem is people are afraid of it, so they're going to self-justify themselves about the position they have and the reason why they don't move on, move on into their direction. So they're not going to say, Um, that they they lack talent or skills or they were not just like good enough. And, you know, I was in this situation for a while where I was self-justifying myself about where I am and why I was not there. And it was never, never, never my fault. It was always external, uh, you know, reason, never internal reason. And that's the biggest question. I always say, When you start self justifying yourself with some external reasons, you already start walking on the wrong path.
0: We have so much trouble sometimes having to stand in front of the mirror and admit to ourselves both the good and the lesser of what builds our whole. And sometimes it's hard to admit uh, the shortcomings. Or the fact that, you know what, maybe we're not that good. And how can we help people just lean into that more? How do how would you, where, where can we well, advise people?
1: Yeah. Big, big question. You know, why, why you do things, you know, start with the why, the big why. So, so, so if I, I say, why are you following this class? A lot of people are going to say, well, it, it's part of my program. Well, that's not a big why, you know, because I want to learn this, because I want to do this, and this is my passion and my vision. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So so, so ask that big question, why you do things? Because when you understand the deep why, um for Olivier, let's take your example. Um mm-hmm. why are you doing this podcast constantly? Uh, there's Always. a big why. You're not getting Always. paid extra money for that. You're At passionate all. about it.
0: I am. You know, so, I mean, really... so
1: that's the first thing ask yourself the big question why because when you you answering deeply that question you do things without really having a sense of you know oh, i gotta do this or oh, i gotta do that because it just flow because it's linked with your big why i don't say it's going to be easy i'm just saying that it's going to be easy because you know your big why um then Know your big value. What are your drivers, your deep values? And, and you need to dig deeper than just saying, oh, you know, integrity, oh, I'm a leader, whatever. And then you're not able to define it. You yeah, know?
0: those are the easy answers, yeah.
1: yeah. Let me give you an example. One of my great friends, CEO of Big Big Company in Africa, he's been CEO of multiple um, company in, in communication. Uh, And, you know, one, one day I was like, so amazed by all of his success. I asked him that question about like, is there any time in your, you know, professional career where you were a bit less happy or whatever? And in a slight second, he, he, he answered back like, yes, Benoit, one of more, my, 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 one of my worst experience in my career was when I accept, you know, a position of CEO of uh, of a company, a uh, uh, Philip Morris, which was, uh, which is a cigarette company, tobacco company, mm-hmm. and I was like, why? And he says, well, Benoît, I was selling a cigarette and I was pretending that it was not really bad for health, you know. So after three months, I just, you know, quit because I was not able to take it on me anymore. Um, the salary oh. was good, but the value, and, and at that point, he says, I just shift my deep value, because my value was not deep enough. Otherwise, I would never accept that kind of position. Your belief, your values uh, has to be linked with what you're going to do.
0: So you have to be honest with yourself, first and foremost. Forget everything, forget the paycheck, forget the promotion, forget the car, forget the travels. You have to be honest with yourself.
1: Yeah, another great example. A lot of people say, well, Benoit, why Why, why you... You, you, you actually slow your international career as a speaker and why you, you start doing that in Quebec, for instance. Because for, for many years, I, I actually lied to myself. I, I said that my, when people asked me, uh, back in the days, when people would ask me, what's the most important thing for me? Of course, I would say my family, my kids, my, my wife, of course. But then I would flew to Thailand or Korea or China or France for, for, for an event. So I would always self-betray myself. And I would convince myself to, well, because I need money. But I didn't really need that amount of money. Let's be frank here. So, so, mm-hmm. so one day I was looking myself in the mirror. I was like, my God, I self-betray myself all the time. I always say it's my family. But then I fly all over the place to do my stuff. And so the most important thing is my stuff, not my family. Uh, Now, of course, it's not perfect. It will never be perfect. But I think I improve my situation because I'm more than ever at home. I sleep at home and my events are amazing here. You know, people need soft skills here, but also abroad. So it doesn't really matter where you do it. So this is another example.
0: There is a big admission that you just put up there. See, and something that people refuse to, again, face... A Face as a truthful fact it's not going to be perfect. it will never be perfect. You said that, and people sometimes refuse to accept that fact it's a hard pill to swallow because we're so i 'm not sure if it's something we convince ourselves or because you know we're so used to thinking that when things are just right, then it's going to work but you're admitting right now through your own experience with all the expertise that you have, it will never be perfect, and you need to be comfortable with that
1: yeah yeah and, and yeah, absolutely, and you know what it's it's going to be a cycle, a positive cycle. If you start um, admitting the thing that you do wrong, you're going to start to admit more and more, and you're going to feel at ease with it, and you're going to improve your situation all the time.
0: It's so energizing, The what's going on right now. If there's anything I've learned from this entire environment that we're dealing with, um, because we were through, I just I texted you a little bit earlier about you know, what I consider empathy. Just being stuck at home because I had a particular similar chapter as well a couple of years ago when I had basically a very severe breakdown doing the entire corporate shtick and my son was about to be born. I've told this story before. And that's when I had to make a shift. Bank account or family? Bank account or family? I chose my family. And I have to tell you right now, I'm in such a better place. I make less money. But I can truly tell you, if I make the parallel, I'm truly in a better place. And that yeah. comes with work. That comes with empathy and listening. And why, I'm de- why I'm saying this, because yesterday of being stuck in the house with the, the wife and the kids, we were just talking and I was talking to my wife, like, do you realize that we're better? We're not fighting. Things are hard. Things are uncertain. But we're better. And this is something that comes from empathy. This is something that comes from listening. And how do we build, you know, that openness of heart and, and, and truth and listening to the other? Because I think that's something that people are lacking right now. People just want to be listened to. That's something I feel. I'm not sure if you, if you respond the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it, it, it's a natural pattern that you need to overfight again and again and, and again until you understand that when you talk, when you explain something to someone, when you share your story story with someone, sorry, um, you just repeat again and again something you know. So, so, so the trigger is to understand that when you start asking questions, when you start being curious about others, this is where you learn everything. This is where you open your mind to uh, a new way of doing things. Uh, uh, you open your mind to, um, to skills, to knowledge, um, to know-how, um, to everything, actually. So that's why I hate talking about me. And I love, mm-hmm. I love, like, from the bottom of my heart, listening to others. And, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to go very deep if you mm-hmm. let me go. Um, sure. Now I'm going to see you. But if I see you uh, 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 bec- with your body language, I will know exactly where I need to stop or if I keep going. And my understanding, because of technology and this and that, we rarely go deep in, uh, 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 with others in their, in their lives and, and so on and so on. So people are always extremely excited when, like, for once, there's someone who has these very sketchy question or go, going more than, oh, you're from eighty. Oh, okay, good. No, no, which part? Uh, your dad and mom? Which city? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know that city. Very interesting. And, you know, what's your tradition? And then you go deep in that. And you know what? You do all of the learning. And it's so easy uh, to proceed active listening because you, you're doing kind of an interview. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to follow up.
0: when. It's something that as I've never shied away from. Um, and sometimes some people have t- told me this after the fact when we click off and we stop recording. And some people actually walk away telling me like, you know what, this was very. This was a very different kind of interview. It w- I felt really human. It felt normal. That's the thing because I don't bring any facets. I don't bring any sugar coating. I just want to learn on a human level. It's that simple as if I were crossing you in the supermarkets that, hey. Aren't you Benoit Sharifu? Aren't you the, the speaker? Hi, I'm a big fan and just talk. If that took five minutes or 30 minutes, hey, that's what the universe allows. And that's as normal as that. And I believe that's what you should bring. You should not bring hypocrisy. You should not bring just facets. Just break down the walls and let's be human. No, it's I believe that it should be as simple as that. No more complicated than that. Yeah, True. Um, you're very big also about, uh, that, that's something you're championing a lot. You're very big about mindset. And there's a wonderful post that you shared a couple of months ago on uh, on LinkedIn. And I'm sure a lot of people know this story before, but the way you put it was so powerful. We're talking about the elephant in chains. Basically, yeah. uh, for people who haven't heard of uh, of this story, very short. So basically, how, if you might walk around an adult elephant, basically a person who's walking around, you see an adult elephant with a, just a rope and tied to a small tree. And it's a huge elephant. It's an adult elephant, but the elephant's not moving. And person asked the trainer, why is the elephant not moving? Well, how you dress, how you train elephants. And since they're babies, you just put the same rope around their neck. Around that time, the rope is strong enough to hold them back. So they grow up thinking, you know, that rope will hold them forever. And by the time they're adults, you don't even need to convince them because they're not going to move. So it's about, um, as you put it in French, impuissance acquise. Yeah. So... That is a very powerful statement in regards to the power of the mind. And you keep writing a lot about that in regards to your mind will bring you places you will not believe, but you have to harness it. You have to work it. It's like going to the gym. And a lot of people are still chained to their own beliefs. And that's scary. And sometimes it's sad. And yeah, sometimes I, I don't I, I know how to, what to do with that.
1: Like like you said, it's sad, and you know what? Um, usually, it's not really their fault. Um, just just go back with the, for a second with the you know the pictures of the elephant. Um, so, so so basically, the reason why he act well, the elephant act like that is because since such a young age, you know, he was stuck. Um, so, so, so that's why if you have kids, what you're doing at, in, in their earliest age is so important. If you're always put them in, in kind of an um, environment where uh, oh don't do this, oh watch this, or, or or don't 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 step on this on, on this uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, on this dirt on the couch
0: or, don't jump, or, jump on or the or couch
1: this or, or this or that oh why you why, why are you gonna go you know in the there's some water oh, 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 why are
0: oh, you jumping in the mud get out of the mud yeah That's things
1: me. like that <laughs> wow well, well, you, you understand what I mean? let them be let them be uh, let them throw that the, the, i don't know the, the 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 rock or whatever let them be you know let them discover themselves they build confidence you understand what i mean and if you remove that at such a young age, they're going to be stressed. They're going to be, every move they're going to do, they're not going to be at ease with it. They, they're not going to understand if it's good or bad. Where if you let them be, let them discover, it's going to be another story. It's going, they're going to have that self-confidence very, very easy in life at an early age. Um, so that's an example of your surrounding, why it's important. But then you could fight back. You know, you could fight you back. Your, um, so there's many ways. But the first one is you got to learn to love yourself. You understand what I mean? Uh, oh. I, I, love, I love the equation, uh, the equation that Will Smith shared one day. I really loved it. He says, you know, if you want to be self-disciplined, you got to self-love yourself first. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, it's wow. just for, the, for okay. the mindset, you know. If you cannot learn to love yourself, it's impossible or very difficult to learn others. If you're not, you know, if you're not willing to give time for yourself, it's going to be difficult to give time for others. If you don't want to be generous for yourself, it's going to be very difficult to be generous with others. And on and on and on. So the pattern of mindset is the same. You got to give yourself times to build that good mindset. So if it's by reading self-help book, do it. If it's by listening to podcasts, if it's by discussing with people that inspire you, it's, if it's by doing some training, do it. And invest times on yourself before investing times on others. You cannot be generous with others if you're not generous with yourself. And people don't understand that.
0: They don't understand okay. that. Isn't that uh, relative to the fact that we fail to give ourselves that that uh, aforementioned self-love because maybe we don't think that we're worth the consideration, worth the time, or the image that we have of ourselves? Well, th-
1: there's many explanation for that. Um, there's many explanation, but the the, the, the one of the uh, the explanation I think is really easy to understand is uh let, let's let, let's say Olivier, you have a car right mm-hmm. so when your car broke what you do
0: bring it to the garage try to yeah. get it fixed
1: when as soon as possible isn't it mm-hmm. yeah exactly the problem with your you know self-help you building a true mindset it takes time and you got to invest that time on yourself so you gotta freeze you got to you gotta you know put everything else you know on hold and invest that time on yourself but people because they don't see it's it's not measurable as going to the mechanic to to you know fix your car where you're going to the mechanic your car is going to work and you're not going to postpone that you need that badly where i don't know why but for themselves people are not willing to to go to the mechanic They, they, they're going to postpone. They're willing to do it, but they're going to postpone every single day. And he goes, I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to do it in a month. I'm going to do it in a year. And then I have no time.
0: The best example could be the gym. You know, you know, you need to go or, you know, just any, not really the gym, but that's the best example. You know, just you sign up, you take the commitment, you say, okay, I'm going to go and I need to do at least three times a week and I'm going to go. Okay. January hits. You do that once, twice, and then they don't see you for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, but
1: there's, there's many reasons for that the first one yeah the the, the, the trigger is the self love that's the trigger okay but then people the, the biggest problem with the, that that example that you share is that people as as soon as they enroll in, in the gym they're going to invest too much time at first so they're going to do two hours or whatever and they're going to be excited full of hype but then it's going to be very difficult to duplicate that every single time you go to the gym. And that's oh, why, yeah. you know, you, you, put that on hold. So, 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 the true reality is that you should, you should do, you know, you, you should invest a, a very, 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 very short time at the gym every single time, di- every single time you go. So maybe mm-hmm. it's going to be five minutes, but the key is that that five minutes you go it, you, you, you do it and every single time, maybe it's going to be once a week, five minutes, but you know what? it doesn't matter if you repeat it every single week. But my at proposal is, my proposal is going to the gym every single day at the exact time, the same time you, you schedule it. but you know what? you don't even need to train at first. You need to, to build that as an habit first. you know like reading if you' want to read please don't start reading like crazy. Sometimes you just need to build that routine. So just fix a a cool spot at home, not in your bed. Otherwise you're going (laughs) to sleep. You know, if you're you're a morning reader uh, or, or, uh, you know, a late evening reader, fix that time, go in a cozy place in your house or whatever. And, and you know, you know what? Just take a deep breath and, open that goddamn book and close it. That's it. And then do the same thing tomorrow. And again and again, people are not willing to do it. But that's the trigger.
0: That's the trigger. So We need to build in a consistent habit. Remember,
1: 80% of what you're doing are fostered by habits. You don't even think about it. So if you ask anybody about like the example of the who, of the people who, who wake up at 5 a.m., ask them, you put an ar- alarm on? They're going to say, well, th- if they say yes, they always wake up before. But usually That's they me. won't no, I don't need an alarm. It's part of me. You know, even though I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep at, 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 at midnight, at, at noon, whatever, I'm going to wake up anyway at 5 because it's part of me. So remember that. So the more you're gonna shift from negative habit to more positive habit, it's gonna it's gonna come natural more and more, and and all of a sudden, like myself, it took a while, but today wake up at five, um, do my thirty push up as I wake up, and then uh, you know I I, I do a, my routine of readings of of training, and and it doesn't need to be like that, you know. A lot of people say self discipline is all about waking up at five. Elevate your morning or whatever. I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, it, <laughs> so my, my, You know, the reason why I wake up in the last months or so at 4.30 a.m. is the big why. Is because I, I'm in the middle of writing a book on soft skills. I need to deliver it for the editor by uh, end of May. And I realized that I don't want to self detrade myself again by writing my book. As my kids are, you know, uh, between my legs, all over the place, and I don't invest time with them, so I notice that at four thirty, I'm extremely creative, and nobody's there, so I invest time in the project that I loved, and that's why it doesn't really take a lot uh, on me to wake up at four thirty, and you know, after that two or three hours drills, my kids waking up are, are, are awake, sorry, and. I invest time with them. So it's win-win, right? Win for my big why and win for my reason why I wanna wake up at 430.
0: That is amazing. So your why basically just orients and shapes everything. And once you have that why defined clearly in your head, you know everything that needs to happen.
1: Yeah, and, okay, and you know the and maybe when I'm gonna finish writing that book. I might, I might go back to the 7 a.m., 7.30 routine. I don't know. If I don't find any big why, that push me to wake up at 4.30. A lot of people, it's training. A lot of people is reading. For me, it's not enough because I find, I find time here and there. you understand what I mean? Where okay. the book is a big why. So it's very easy for me to wake it up. Wow.
0: For me, it's, it's, so, it's so cool. To realize that it's just by small increments, as you put it, it, is very true. Sometimes we put in too much energy and too much effort trying to achieve an insurmountable goal. You have to have goals, but you need to apply habits. Let's, let's use that word again. You need to apply habits, from what I heard, that you can scale. You need yep. to start that habit. Okay, first of all, showing up to the gym. Okay, now we showed up to the gym for like, you know, you know two or three weeks on end. Not a problem. Now, let's go train for 10 minutes. Let's do that but we need to scale. Okay. So that's a very good tip. People are not willing to do it. People wants to, you know, I'm going to give you an example.
1: Mm -hmm. When I finish a talk, a lot of people uh, ask me some individual question for their own purposes, whatever. But a lot of people ask me the question, I'd like to be a speaker. I say, okay. Uh, But the problem is they'd like to be a speaker at the international level right now, they, they, they don't want to enjoy the process of going from A to Z. That's the biggest problem. They want a quick fix no. and it doesn't work. And because it's very difficult to measure your your improvement and that soft skills, the mindset and this and that, people uh, want that, wants that, that quick fix and not, you know, The process behind.
0: I can just imagine the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm supposed to, you know, be patient. You just build on my client list, build up my skills, and learn how to speak correctly. Learn how to formulate thought. Be very structured. Yeah, but what's the what's the shortcut? What's the shortcut?
1: Exactly. And and you could see it very easily because, um, you know, I have some trick now. I I, as the person, well, you know what? I'm gonna send you something. Listen to it and get back to me. And nine nine percent out of ten would never get back to me because they don't like my answer. You understand? Mm-hmm. They're seeking for a quick fix. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. It just
0: doesn't. It's true. It's true because for every level, whatever your industry, whatever your skill, whatever your trade, experience comes with time. Experience comes with sacrifice. Experience mm-hmm. comes with self-discipline. It comes with putting in the work. It, com- it There's no dissociating from that. Your sort maybe the short term solution is going to work, but it's called short term for a reason. It's not going to last long. <laughs> that is so. That is so amazing. I get so energized just hearing you talk. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> what else did I want to talk about, uh, Benoit? Um, hey, this is very important because right now, with all that's going on with the current pandemic, a lot of people are try- trying to, you know. Re-energize and reinvent themselves, and trying to, you know, get a bit more creative and trying different things. You know that idea that had burning in the back in the back of their head, and like, hey, maybe we should try this. While I'm bringing this up, I'm bringing in a cool segue because this story was too cool not to just bring up. You had posted your participation in the Senegalese soccer team when you were 17, and I saw that picture. And yes, guys, I'm going to post it on the blog post. Yes, I'm going to force you to go, go check it out. <laughs> Benoit stands out for a very particular reason. But as you wrote in your blog post, it taught you a lot about stepping out of your comfort zone and how that triggered or basically trampolined a lot of new opportunities for you. And I was wondering if you could speak exactly about that comfort zone that we try so hard to get out of. Some people just settle and stay within, but some people take the leap. And step out and i was just wondering if you can parallel the both Mm -hmm. well it's a
1: pattern if you it's like going um going abroad for ask anybody ask anybody that uh that is passionate about like traveling well um you know the taste for traveling has to come by traveling for the first time you know at first you need to travel once to get a taste of it and then understanding the value of it. So that's exactly the way you got to step outside of your comfort zone because it's going to be a pattern that's going to build. And you're always going to seek for stepping outside of your comfort zone or expanding your comfort zone. If you, if, if you prefer, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a pattern. You're going to always seek for that, you know, places uh, or person that's going to, push you outside of your comfort zone so let me give you a great example my uh, my wife and my kids so a company uh, every year they go abroad for you know a off-site with all of their employees more than hundreds of uh, hundreds of employees they were going to mexico and they asked me to be their speaker for that event so we so i negotiate with them so my family could go with me remember you know the big why from the first time uh, the first Always. question Mm-hmm. So my, my kids, my family is very important. So I was like, I'm going to do it, but you're going you're gonna to have to bring my kids with me. <laughs> so they say, yeah, no problem. So I say, cool. So so they did a, a nappy hour before my talk, a couple of days before my talk. And, you know, they invite me. And my wife just observed me. And she says, I just realized why you, you have so many you know, you have such a large network and so on and so on. So like, what do you mean? She says, you know, they. I think there were like 100 more employees, but more or less, all of the people were white. Um, So Canadian, basically, uh, from, Mm -hmm. I would say, um, uh, 20 to 30, something like that. Mm -hmm. It was a tech company, youngsters in it a lot. But there were only one Caucasian, um age 60 and to all of these people surrounding me i would stick with that with with that person for more than two hours i knew everything about his life after and it improved myself so in a certain way i always seek for that person weird sometimes colorful sometimes um not colorful at all sometimes But it's something that it's intriguing. And that's why I go for that person where if I see someone who just look like me, or I feel like he's thinking like me, sharing the same opinion, I'm not going to be excited. I'm excited about something, someone who's going to disagree with me. I'm excited about, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago before the COVID, the the virus went on Mm -hmm. and and, um, you know, I rent an apartment and I realized that someone w- would live with me in the, uh, the apartment just after I rented. it. So I said, "Oh, who cares? But then when he opened the door, I, I, I saw his red cap and it was like Trump on it. So I said, Oh my God, this is a pro Trump. Oh but you know what? In my head, I was like, Oh, that will be an amazing opportunity understanding his point of view. So I was not judging at all, but improving my, um, my understanding of his position and it was really excited for me. You understand what I mean? No judgment whatsoever. Do I agree or disagree? It's another story, but it made me learn something. So I'm always thrilled when people don't think like I think, uh, because I think they're gonna push me further in my critical awareness and in the way I see the world. Because remember, we never, 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 never see the world as it is we see the world
0: as we are because you always relate to the world regarding in regards to your own perspective
1: yeah never Um. yeah exactly that's why stepping outside of your comfort zone is a game changer because you shift your lens from thinking that you know the world to a perspective where you know you don't know the world and that If you step outside of that comfort zone you're at, it's going to be tough. It's going to be challenging, but you're going to learn so much. So that's my understanding of why people need to step outside of their comfort zone. And it's very easy. It's a bit like self-discipline. Please start with small step. Don't go with the big step. Otherwise, you're you're not going to be able to fill the gap. And then you're going to expand and expand and expand. And then you create a new ecosystem for yourself, a new world
0: for yourself,
1: full of opportunity, knowledge.
0: Wow. I'm going to throw you one just for, just for practical tips. And that question just came into my mind right now. As again, you can only build on skills and What is one question, one conversation starter, you know, that we can, that person we cross in the elevator, or we want to strike a conversation, not just for networking events, but for people to just open up and get better at listening and get better at empathy. As you said, staying around with that 60 year old and learning about the person. What is one question that we can ask? Not about your job. What do you do? Because those are easy. Not the job, not the weather, not everything. Can you think of one question that would get us started?
1: Hmm. Well, there, 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 there is something called uh, the mirror effect where um, it, people love where, well, so for instance, if we have a discussion, uh, mm-hmm. through a coffee uh, and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, Olivier, you look just like me <laughs> on, on, on your side. You're excited about it because, you know, we, it seems like we're like, we're, we're, we're the same. We're part mm-hmm. of the same team. So so try using the mirror effect. So try using something. So sometimes I started random discussion in the metro because that person reading a book that I'm interested in. So what I would do is ask the question, oh, is that book good? Uh, it's, it's, it's in my bucket list. And then I could have an hour of discussion just because of that. Or, oh my God, you're from Senegal, isn't it? And the lady's like, how do you know that? Well, because you know, I, I, I know the treats and this and that, the characteristic because I've been living there and this and that. And then I start talking in Olaf and then talking about their culture. It's the same thing everywhere in your surroundings. So start with something that you could create a, a trust factor or like we're the same and it, it flows after, right? Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, you, you got a beautiful dress. Where did you... Sometimes from a, a man perspective to a woman perspective, you got to be careful about like how you, you start a conversation. It Obviously. Could be good, but other than that, it worked fantastically. So start with that effect, the mirror effect where people love, you know, it's in, it's in our na- nature to prefer um, people that think like us, um, that probably see the world as we see it, so it's easy to start with something that you share. It could be a watch. It could be a, a suit. It could be a book. could be a bag. could be um, a culture. It could be um, anything, actually. Kids, you know. We're not There's that a kid, different. Uh,
0: kids, whatever.
1: You share the same. You know, you have kids, Olivia. I have kids. We share the same. <laughs> um, how can I? The, 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 the same battlefield at the moment when with, mm-hmm. with, 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 with everything's going on, right?
0: It it's, goes back to the fact that, you know what? No matter what our creed, where we come from, our country, our language, our education level, our job, anything, at the core, from what I'm hearing, we're not that different. There's always something that is going to make us the same. 100%. 100%.
1: 99.997% wow. a- of our DNA of our DNA are the same from a human being to another
0: that is precious and it's something that especially in these current and uncertain times it's always rejoiceful to realize that you know what take away all the fear take away all the noise and realize that you know what the value of heart, the value of human spirit and the importance of something as basic as empathy and listening. And the truthness of heart is what people need to double down on and listen and open your hearts. And it's something that brings us together because we are all the same. Wow. I can't, I can't get over this. This is such an amazing and energizing conversation. This is beyond what I could have hoped for. I can't thank you enough (laughs) for your participation i can't thank you enough because i'm really jittery right now because it is a thrill uh, to share this time with you i want to keep my promise i know we're cutting up on top of the hour but again i want to celebrate you for everything that you do guys please youtube linkedin Google him, Benoit Sharifu. I'm definitely going to link all his presences all over the interwebs. But Benoit, what is one of the best places? How can our fans uh, connect with you um, to, to, if they want to uh, link up? It,
1: you know, uh, LinkedIn is, is, is the best platform for me because it's very difficult for me to go from Facebook, Instagram. I have an mm-hmm. account, but I, I go there not really often. I just copy-paste mm-hmm. what I do on LinkedIn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's it. Because, you know, we, we're living in technology. This is important maybe to close up. Um, You know, we, we, we the research, well, the data that we collect um, says that uh, an, uh, an average Canadian, in average actually, um, a Canadian spend more than Five hours only on his cell phone per day, and he's oh, wow. doing yeah, and he's doing more than two hundred back and forth on just his cell phone a day. So basically, you're going to Facebook, go back to Facebook again. You don't know why because you just went, but you go back. Uh, and because of that, um, it seems like the real connection that you foster, that you that you celebrate, you um, well, it disappears. It disappear more and more. And our kids, is going to be even more difficult because they're born with technology where we were not born with the iPad, iPhone.
0: And so wow, that's true. It's going
1: to be very, 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 very difficult. Please, guys, um, for those who will listen, stop putting your cell phone in your room. Stop. Just stop. Well, it's my alarm clock. Well, come on, put it in the kitchen. You'll listen. You'll you'll heard the, the alarm anyway. It just it was a game changer for me. It was a game changer when we stop. We decide to stop putting our cell phone in a room. We had times together now. You know, we have private time together. We talk. We read. No TV. No nothing. It's amazing.
0: I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna oh, try game that.
1: Changer. And you know what? If you try that, Olivier, please. Don't tell anything to your wife. Just put your cell phone in the kitchen. Respect that every single day. Don't say anything to your wife. And you'll see. She's going to start seeing your habits. And she's going to imitate you. Because remember, and you know that because you have kids. Kids never, never listen to you. But for sure, they're going to duplicate what you do. So it's exactly the same. That is very true. You have a better chance to succeed in, in, in your goal of, you know, removing all of this cell phones, the smartphone, from your room if you just do it yourself and you let things go.
0: That is a powerful call to action. Wow, yeah, that's that what is I usually want. how we close up the show, asking the guests, okay, a quote, a call to action, uh, uh, just a random thought that okay, we might leave the listeners with. But hey. You, you buried the lead, guys. There you have it. It's like Benoit's tip: take your cell phone out the room. <laughs>
1: yeah, very that easy for a... very easy for like two, three days. Good luck for months, years. But once oh. you reach that level, impossible to put back your phone because you know this, every every distraction is a way you have time to celebrate with your wife, having private moment, discussion, true discussion,
0: eyes to eyes. I... I am putting it into the universe. I'm definitely going to apply that you know, just one day at a time. As you said, incremental skill and so we can scale it. But I will basically keep you in touch and I will make and it you happen.
1: You don't know myself very well, Olivier. What you don't know is I'm going to start texting you for the next couple of days to make sure you do it. Because then... Oh, you see that I'm all about
0: accountability, please.
1: Exactly. That's it. And that's I need a sober buddy. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying that right now because I'm really going to do it. And then you have an option. Self-betray yourself or do it because you just say you're going to do it.
0: So it's no, going to be amazing. I want, to be- no, I want to be accountable. I want to be accountable. <laughs> and I'm all about trying new things because, you know, right now I'm I'm shifting. I'm shifting in a lot of ways. I'm pivoting and I'm trying new things. Incremental changes, trying to read more, trying to meditate more, trying to eat better, trying to take away coffee. But if that is also something, because this is my year of, you know, trying new things and a new, not even a new year, new me. It's like, okay, how can we pivot? We can't do a yeah. full you know, just turn the wheel thing. It was just too too radical, but I'm really open to trying new experiences. So I'm definitely taking you up on that one. Please keep me. Yeah, I
1: remember that. Good point to close up. Our imperfection are actually our perfection.
0: Uh, So we need
1: to accept that. Like for me, it's not really important to stop coffee. I love coffee and I I, I drink three cups of coffee per day. And I'm not going to remove that because That's one of my flaws. And I accept that. So that's a good point. You say Uh, we cannot be perfect, but we sure can improve our situation.
0: For sure. For sure. That is definitely something that really, you know, that I was looking for this little, little things I'm thinking about. I was like, why, why would it be so hard to leave my phone out the room? It's an alarm clock. I do. Everybody gives that excuse. It's my alarm clock, but Hey, Leave it outside. See what happens. Who's it going to kill? It's not going to kill anybody, and you don't need to impose it, but you can practice it and see how the how the household responds.
1: Wow! Exactly. Don't say anything. It's not going to take a while, and then if she asks you, you just ask. Uh, you just answer why you do it, not because I, I told you to do it. Because no, no, You discover other things to do more important, like it's talking true. to her or reading. That's true.
0: That's true. But you gave a great comparison. Like, yeah, I would take the phone inside the bedroom and take the book as well. But what? guess what happens? The phone overtakes the book or you fall asleep or for all the excuses that we know. Wow. <laughs> oh, this has been a gem of a conversation. Guys, my guest, Benoit Sharifu, a man of incredible energy. And I am so honored and thrilled uh, to have had the honor to have had you on the podcast. Benoit Anytime, open invitation, whenever your wonderful but busy schedule allows, you're always welcome back. There's so much to share and so much we could have touched on. But again, this was a tremendous thrill. And thank you so much for being part of the podcast.
1: Thanks, Mom. And It was a pleasure. It was a blast for me as well. Thank you um, to elevate me, elevate yourself. Um, I really appreciate it
0: appreciate it guys always another episode of the awaken the awesome podcast be sure to catch it on all your wonderful platforms apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher you know i put in all the effort to try and get this podcast available to you guys any form you any thought you want to reach me as always ata podcast on instagram always available stay blessed stay safe and as always do guys stay awesome this has been another episode of the awaken the awesome podcast We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.